Well, hello everyone. My name's Brian, and today is Sunday, December 31st, 2023, and this is episode 600 of the Lots Project podcast, where we're defining norms and designing freedom. Today's episode is titled Looking Back at 2023, and Corey is joining me for a special episode. We're going to be looking back at 2023, kind of going month to month, uh, what we did, what we got into, enjoyed, had fun, didn't like, and uh, maybe a little bit of a peek at 2024. Um, see what we wanted to get done. See uh, maybe if we have a general goal or two. I don't know. Tomorrow I'm on my show, tomorrow morning, I'm going to be talking about kind of my goals and my aspirations for 2024. But I think we have something, something kind of major that we could talk about at the end but uh yeah circle back through the whole year and kind of what we were doing uh see you got some people hanging out already in the in the chat how we doing jim good morning pip says they're already firing fireworks off in florida <laughs> the dog just hit his head on the table that's been there for um you know months so Hey, Martinson family, how we doing? Jamie, how we doing there? Off-grid ping in the YouTube comments. So anyway, should we just get to it? And uh, or you got anything to say or uh, wish people a happy new year? Or is that what we do at the yeah, end? Yeah, at the end, yeah. That's at the end. That's at the end. So what's up, Haas? How we doing? Um, <laughs> yeah, it is nice to be on. It is kind of weird to be on during the day. Um, we're actually in the midst of working on some stuff today that my show, I might do some more stuff during the day live. I've been contemplating uh, keeping the show in the morning for sure, but we're kind of separating our workspaces. We're kind of like finally uh, moving into that and uh, might op open up the opportunity to be able to just go live in the afternoon um, sometimes like that. So. I don't know. Looks like internet's kind of a little wonky at the moment, and uh, we'll see how it goes, but we'll see. During the day, things are changing. New Year's <laughs> Day. Anyway, let's uh, circle back and look at 2023, what we got done, what we did. Um, yeah, we can just start with January, I guess. We were January. We were still in Navasota, Texas. We were still hanging out down there, uh, enjoying our first non- um, Minnesota winter, uh, not January in Minnesota is notorious for being just bitter, cold, like negatives, negatives. I think, um, I've experienced many days in January where the high temperature didn't get above, um, above zero, uh, not even close to freezing, like even above zero. So, uh, it was interesting to be in Texas in January and it was gorgeous. I mean, we were barefoot, barefoot and t-shirts, <laughs> uh, jackets, light jackets. I think we was the cold snap we had, I think, in January or was that December? Was that before Christmas? I can't remember when that was. I can't remember either. Uh, but right around that time, I mean, it got chilly for a little bit. But, uh, man, the daylight was longer. The sun was warmer. Um, so even on the chilly days, if the sun was out, it was still felt 
awesome. Uh, being barefoot the whole winter was uh, was fantastic. We had that nice place to walk on the sand. And all um, those different trails. All the different place. trails. The dogs were uh, very, very spoiled in Texas in the winter. But uh, yeah, and then it started raining. Um, it rained for like the second half of January <laughs> into February. And we were looking, uh, we were looking at some videos that we had posted and realized that right at the end of January and the beginning of February uh, was when we got stuck down in our campsite, like stuck in our stuck in our hole. We couldn't get the we couldn't get the truck out. We couldn't get in and or out other than walking. And it was interesting. Yeah. Um, we had kind of it was it was reassuring that we knew we were OK because that's what we were kind of set up to do. Uh, we had planned on boondocking we had planned all the scenarios where what if we get stuck what will we do and so we did we had our cart and... we had our cart and josh brought us supplies uh that was nice we were kind of um we were able to to not have to walk a bunch of places or or rely on strangers so that was nice and we used the cart to go up and down the hill to get water so we could yep. still get our water we just had to use our jugs and yeah just uh, what else did we use we filled everything we could coolers and everything just to get as much oh as no could. that was that was when we had the freeze and we had to dump everything we filled up five gallon buckets and the cooler with water um but it wasn't bad going up and down that hill with the with the cart with the um with the the jugs mm -hmm. yeah so yeah it wasn't bad it wasn't yeah, bad we survived it but yeah we it learned. was a little um it was a little interesting being all alone in the field with no one could come in no one could come down like we were just stuck there yeah we, like you couldn't see anyone else right yeah <laughs> it was it was interesting it was interesting then having to go out the back way um so i guess that gets into february yeah we spent february there too um oh and while it was wet before we go on we noticed that we had mold and stuff under my mattress that we were trying to figure out how to like dry oh, yeah. that out when everything like nothing would dry out in here and yeah. we didn't have power so we didn't want to run like a dehumidifier or anything to help with it yep so yeah we found that too so we were trying to deal with that and i was like flipping my mattress up every day to let it air out and until we found the the dry deck yeah that wasn't until we were here but yeah but yeah so we dealt with moisture for the first time where it was really humid and never dried out we're kind of getting into that cycle here um with the cooler air it's just what comes with it like heating the wood stove we have helps a ton mm -hmm. uh we figured that out so we're burning burning the wood stove really dries it out in here way more than the propane heat. I mean, we haven't had the propane heat on since we... Not, this, not since this fall season. Like, we haven't... We did it when we first got here, but we haven't run it this fall, I don't think, at all. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Um, Rachel says, hey, hey, Rachel, thanks for sneaking in. Yeah, we got a we got a late, late day stream, so... Um, yeah, well, this is nice. It's interesting. I like I like seeing more people and different people. So it's spurring me into the idea I had. Uh, I haven't even shared it with you, so that's that's uh, yet to be fleshed out. But anyway, she says forties to low thirties just for the foreseeable future in PA. Um, that's similar to here. I mean, we're looking at highs in the forties and fifties and lows in the thirties and even into the twenties for the next ten days. So. Um, yeah, it's it's similar to what it was. It's a little little cooler than what it was in Texas, for sure. 
for sure. We only had um, a few nights under freezing and the nights that were under freezing, it didn't get above freezing during the day. It was like a cold snap, cold snap. Um, but yeah, we made it through that. We made it through the the super wet and uh, took February. I think most of February, February was spent planning uh, our move up here, mm-hmm. uh, deciding where we were going to go. We knew we were going to Tennessee at that point. Uh, we knew where we were going to stay mm-hmm. uh, and we were just planning the trip up. Uh, made it through February. Uh, and then into March is when we really had to start ramping up and and thinking about getting out what we we're what we were planning on um, what we were planning on how we were getting out. We were actually stuck in the field. Like the camper had been stuck for four months, uh, buried in the sand, and it was level. It was stable, the most stable it's been since we've ever been oh, in it. because it was so stuck. <laughs> <laughs> and so we just left it because we knew that the landowner that we were staying at had um, had a tractor with a, a ball on it, and he would be able to pull us out. We had already talked to him about it. He's like, oh, yeah, no problem. So whenever we were ready, uh, we were getting pulled out. And it worked out really nice because where we had parked the whole time we had parked in the same spot in this sandy it was like sugar sand but parking on it all the time had almost turned it into like a concrete parking spot so we were able to have him come and pull us out in march he hooked onto the camper it was it was beautiful he just scooped it up it literally took like six minutes he made it look like nothing well we struggled and struggled when we yeah <laughs> he just it pulled it out he backed it back onto our old parking spot and we set up for another month and I think the rest of March was really uh, finalizing those plans. Um, we got the brakes inspected. Mm-hmm. We had to get the, we got the, made sure the trailer brakes were, were right. We got some new tires on the truck, uh, really prepared to move again after we had sat for what, November, December, January, February, March. So five months we sat down um, and it was a good trip. I was, I mean, it was a good, it was a good, uh, we, we made, a decent move from home to Tennessee, then Tennessee to Texas. Then we sat down. We we helped Josh with uh, some work, and we really settled into. We got everything taken care of uh, by the end of twenty four or twenty two um, with the sale of the house. When we sat down, and then it just didn't make sense to move until after winter. So. Yeah, then uh, so that got us through kind of March, uh, and April was when end of March we looked, and it was the very end of March, and into mid April was our trip from Texas to Tennessee. Yeah. So yeah, end of March we decide we're going to take off. Um, we take off from Texas, and we made three stops on our way to Tennessee and we arrived in Tennessee in the middle of April. Yep. First stop when we took off. We're still in Texas. We're still in Texas. Texas is big. <laughs> Texas is really big. And we try to we try to only move three hours, five hours, three, yeah, three we to five hours. For three and sometimes it ends up at five. Right. Five. Usually it ends up at five. Uh, so we went to northern Texas and stayed a week. Uh, we did the same uh, kind of travel schedule as we did when we went from Tennessee to Texas, where we moved a day, sat for a week, moved a day, sat for a week. Uh, it was a super cool property. Uh, we had some really cool things happen there. 
uh, at that first stop. Um, we got to hang out with the landowner who was just happened to be in town. Um, is it, it, uh, he had that cool rental cabin, uh, trailer on there that he did. Yeah. He cabin. had like a converted fifth wheel that was now a stationary kind of tiny home. Uh, they were redoing the house. They had just got the property and were really just getting into it. The property was really cool. It had that old camper on it. Uh, the cemetery down the road uh, had that really weird interaction with the with the mom of the girl of the the yeah. It was it was just kind of crazy. Uh, so that was cool. That was a cool spot. Spent a week there. We had an outdoor shower at that. Oh, place. outdoor shower. We we discovered the joys of on-demand propane outdoor showers and it was fantastic it was it was definitely fantastic um and spurred us to end up getting one of our own later in the year so that was cool we also uh, had cows at that one remember there were cows yeah like, there were right cows to where we came. yeah right in the property next door we like backed up to the property line and the, the neighbors had cows so they would wander up into the front corner and start mooing outside our window <laughs> Yeah, we've had cows at a lot of places we recently. Have, yeah. <laughs> I don't mind cows. I really, I don't mind cows. Kind of, They're all right. They're all right. We were like in, it was kind of a neighborhood, so it was kind of surprising to see cows there. Yeah, it was definitely a weird mix of uh, the properties were right close to each other. One side of the street was like house, house, house neighborhood, and then the other side was still like 10 acre strips but long and narrow. So you had enough room to do some homesteading or farming, but you were right next to your neighbors because you were running the long way. Yeah. And uh, the, the the one next door too, mm -hmm. that was way bigger, but the cows were way out back for like one day and then they loaded them out. But, um, Pip says, was that where the biggest cow was located? No, that was this summer. Um, we'll get to that in July <laughs> uh, and talk about dipshit. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so we left there. We headed to, uh, we made it to Arkansas. We stopped at a really cool place at a blueberry farm. Uh, some of the cool things, some of the features there, there was uh, a national forest, like right across the street. Literally, you walked out the driveway across the street and it was a path onto national forest that went to the highest point. Mm -hmm. Like if we, I took it a couple times with the dogs, which was awesome to walk the dogs up there. Uh, but all the way to the, how are you doing? All the way to the peak, the very tip of uh, the, the highest mountain in that area. So that was pretty cool to stand at the summit. And uh, so we, there was a cool uh, creek right next to it yep. that, uh, that we got to walk down and walk by. And we got some really crazy weather while we were there. Some tornadoes were closed. That was... That was when uh, some tornadoes hit Little Rock and they actually started touching down about two miles behind where we were staying. So that was pretty crazy. Uh, but the downpours of rain filled up all the, the runoffs on the mountain. And that was pretty cool to walk around. Uh, we the got dogs to, got to splash in them when we took yeah, them the dogs got to, jumped right in there. Yeah, jumping right in the creek. And um, oh, yeah, and it was crystal hunting. Yeah, we did crystal hunting. We went and met up with a, a new connection and did some uh, some crystal hunting, some crystal digging. That was super cool. Just missed out on a honey hole. Mm -hmm. uh, that was uh, interesting. But Got uh, the truck stuck there, too. We got the truck stuck. 
in the mud. Yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting it was an interesting stay. Uh, definitely would stay there again. Uh, <laughs> Jim says when the Airbnb description says country country setting, that means you might have a cow mooing outside your window. Yeah, I mean that's cool. I like that's it. Cool. I, cool. I enjoy it, but it was just kind of a surprise when you were in a little neighborhood like that. And we parked so close to the fence, right? Like our back window is within six feet of the fence. Mm -hmm. So what's going on, K Bonk? Thanks for stopping. Um, yeah, so we we left there in western Arkansas, traveled all the way across the state, ended up in Hazen, Arkansas, which was a really cool spot. Um, not ideal for what we were doing, <laughs> I wouldn't say, but it was really cool. It was a old pipe yard uh, where they stored pipe for for sale, and it so it was a big compacted gravel super flat like we didn't have to level or anything it was just super fat uh but it was all rock and the scenery wasn't that great uh there was a huge road that went by we watched a, a high-speed police chase right when we got there we were on facetime with my mom because i always call her when we get somewhere to let her know we made it and i'm like i don't know what's going on i don't know where we're staying but there's a police high speed like yeah it was, it was like high speed 100 100 mile an hour plus and there were at least a dozen police cars chasing the dude and they kept coming yeah. like it was a, a cluster of seven or eight and then there'd be three or four more and then two more and then a couple more and yeah uh there was a huge cemetery across the street we actually sat outside our camper and and scoped a funeral with uh binoculars the one day uh that was interesting Corey has been to a lot of funerals and so she was kind of um she was pondering and uh, and uh, trying to figure out how old like what who died yeah how was it a, was it a grandma they? was it a young tragedy like we were we were trying to guess and uh, we never did find out but we had a pretty good idea we watched the whole setup and the whole town. yeah we watched the whole it setup it was over days it was over a couple days because they came and dug the hole yep. uh then they came in and set the vault and then they put up the that morning they put up the the thing and then the people showed up and then the vault guy came and closed it up we watched it like full cycle <laughs> over a couple days it was um it was interesting for sure. A great place to walk the dogs there. The guy had a huge yard and we could just kind of do loops around and yeah, it was like, it was like an open eight acres or something. So, yeah. So that was all right. That was all right. We did find a cool pizza place uh, there that uh, always looking for good pizza. We found good pizza there. Uh, and that was with, we know that's one day drive from here. That was our, our stop before we got here. We've stayed there multiple times. So we know we're one day away from pizza. Luckily later in the year, we found some, some close, um, <laughs> some close, uh, pizza now, which is really cool. But the weird part about Hazen was when we were driving there, I, was looking at the map and a lot of the the names sounded familiar and then i realized that we were kind of close to where i had been like a almost a decade earlier um snow goose hunting with your brother and your dad uh we had taken a trip down to arkansas and did did some snow goose hunting and i knew we were in the general area which was um which was kind of cool it was really random we hadn't planned it it just kind of happened and i noticed it while we were going but I had to go get propane the one day. I had to go to Walmart the one day. 
Um, and so I started searching around for the closest stuff. That was, that was my job. Um, Corey worked all week and I did like chores and, and ran for stuff. And so I searched the closest Walmart and I'm driving there. And when we went down and snow goose hunted, we stayed, uh, probably a half an hour for, we stayed a half an hour from where we actually hunted. And I wasn't really sure the directions there. I didn't, uh, we just followed the, the guides from the hotel to the fields. So as I'm driving to Walmart, I come up to an intersection and I'm like, this is a really familiar intersection. I'm in, I'm in Arkansas. Like I've been to Arkansas once in my life and I'm recognizing a, an intersection. And I kind of look around and I look and there was one of the biggest landmarks that we had, we had, um, noticed when we were there it was like max prairie wings with uh, uh, a super big uh, waterfowl hunting sporting goods store and we hunted right behind it and as i came to the next light i saw the building there and i was like how random do i end up crossing this intersection that i was at um so many years earlier didn't really ever plan to be there again but drove through that intersection we actually ate got takeout from a place that we had eaten lunch it was just such a super coincidence and uh almost like deja vu but actually was <laughs> so that was cool um pip says do funeral homes send surveys uh i don't know do they you you know. should know <laughs> i uh i don't recall taking a survey after any of them ever <laughs> Rachel, I was offered a job once. <laughs> Rachel Brown says, so you spied on funerals. That's not weird at all. I mean, I I'm not I've never I've never accused myself of being normal. So I mean, yeah, whatever. And one of the weird things about that spot too was that it was just kind of you park wherever you want. And yeah. so you'd wake up in the morning and there'd be new people parked next to you that you didn't even hear come in. It was just like yeah, <laughs> it was a really cool setup to where it was really close to I-40 and like a mile. Uh, and there was a nice uh, loves right there. And so basically you pulled off the highway and then took one turn and turned into this parking lot. Well, he, he rented one night parking for 20 bucks, no hookups or anything. He had, and like I said, it was a big old uh, pipe yard. So it was just huge. It was meant for tractor trailers turning around and, and uh, storing large inventory so there's tons of room uh it was packed very solid so it, like i said it was level it was quiet when people drove on it you never even heard them in your camper but yeah i would get up to go take a piss uh before bed and there would be one set of people on one side i would wake up in the middle of the night maybe and go outside again and there would be different people and when we woke up to do my show in the morning which wasn't late like it was before the sun came up i would go outside to empty my coffee out and there would be like different people and nobody or everybody was gone and i'm like there's people rolling in and out of here we tried to figure out how much the guy was making a night and we were like definitely definitely worth his while right <laughs> definitely worth that his was while. all week it was during the week too it wasn't just on the weekend yeah right um jim says he's heard of crashing a wedding but never a funeral you haven't ever watched wedding crashers then because uh chaz he he crashes funerals and um he does pretty good at them oh <laughs> uh, okay bonk was wondering if i laid any pipe <laughs> the pipe was all missing the pipe was all missing 
Uh, so that yeah, then the, that was a good spot. That was a good spot. We did. We ended up staying there again uh, on another trip. We we really liked that. We told him that is like our one day away uh, in that direction. So we know we are, we know an easy spot to stay. Uh, taking out so um bridezilla hey john what's going on thanks for stopping in uh so then uh then we took off when we got here and so we got here in mid-april mid-april uh saltillo tennessee kind of picked this spot because uh tim had bought a property close to here it's about 20 minutes away and um Aaron, another community member, kind of connected through different communities, had actually been staying in the spot we're at uh, and had recently purchased a property and they were leaving here and it op- it was available. And uh, so we've been here since uh, Sands uh, taking a month long trip in the in the summer. But the rest of the year, I would say our our residence was uh, was Tennessee here. So. It's pretty cool. It's a nice spot. It's it's quiet. Uh, we have one RV neighbor. We're probably on like a, I would say a one acre, uh, maybe an acre and a half kind of little plot that um, is sectioned off on on part of somebody else's property. And there is one other camper here. It's a big U driveway. We got plenty of room. Uh, little downside, we we don't have the nice dog walking. The dog walking set up as we have had at other places um it's uh it's a it's a small it's a narrow and getting narrower um road but it's a connector road between two it's like the the way you get to the bigger town close to here and this town is small it's like 200 people or something it's very small uh but it's a 40 mile an hour road and like i said it's getting narrower by the day as people drive on the edge like the the edge of the road is crumbling off and so we get a lot of um, large truck traffic and residential large truck traffic the the transfer station for uh local garbage is kind of kitty corner which is a blessing and a curse because there's constantly people trailering garbage loads to there which in and itself isn't horrible but when you're trying to walk the dogs by it um it is what it is. And they but lose it, a lot of garbage. They do the lose so a lot of garbage. A lot, every day there's different new garbage on the road that we walk in. The ditches aren't very big. <laughs> so there's not much room to not to get out of the way. If there's two cars passing at the same time, it's it's a challenge. Yeah. And um, but it's nice. We get to get rid of our garbage there, right around the right across the street. That is that is really nice. Uh, in this lifestyle, it's one thing that we one thing that we we talked about before we we launched but we never we'd never stressed we didn't think it was going to be as big an issue as it turns into but getting rid of garbage um when you're traveling when you're boondocking even at some campsites can it's a challenge um you're not going to set up garbage service there's only so much you can stuff into the the gas station garbage can and how often do you actually go get gas um so having that across the street and being able to use it is is very valuable uh rent is fantastic like we're very lucky with the rent we pay here we have power power, access to power uh we have water and we just pay the electric bill which is which is perfect so if we 
if we don't want to pay extra, we 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 can flip off onto the solar, uh, especially in the summer. But we do have the access to it to run the air conditioner for the dogs because it does get warm here, and so it makes it it makes it able to makes it so we're able to stay here with them um, in the current situation. So it's nice is it worked out it's a really nice spot so we plan to stay we're we're planning to stay at least through may uh of this coming year so yeah i would say this was uh the residence of most of the year um so that was april we showed up here uh this great spot and uh let's see may um Oh, I guess the end of April, the reason we got up here was because we had to get here because Tim was coming down with Becky. Uh, they were coming down to do Nicole's workshop at the end of April and uh, see their property for the first time. They bought it sight unseen. We got here a little earlier. We went out and um, went out and scoped it out a little bit, found uh, easy ways to get in there. And then Tim and Becky came, Carrie came, Carrie Brown came and stayed out stayed at our place and we went out and toured delinquents gully which wasn't delinquents gully at the time it was just tim's place <laughs> right. and so we um so yeah we we went and checked that out that was the kind of the end of april may we spent kind of working on that but we also had to plan our trip to um, south dakota because we had to go get our residency we so we started planning that trip uh it was our anniversary in in may um and so that was 15 years together i believe and seven years married at the end of may so that was that was pretty cool we we don't celebrate much stuff um but i'm sure we we did a show didn't we didn't we do a we did an anniversary podcast show or something so hey pickle pete what's going on um <laughs> Thanks for coming in where we can see your comments. Uh, but yeah, so so May, we just kind of, we had traveled. And after we traveled, we kind of settled down. We knew we were staying here through uh, at least the summer. Uh, and so we kind of started feeling out the area. Like we got to know the post office lady. We got to know um, local gas station owner. We figured out where we got to get groceries and and did a lot of of that stuff exploring and finding resources and finding out who we knew in the area because we knew we knew a lot of people that uh, were in this general area so started putting out feelers like that uh through the rest of may after tim's trip and um june june was really spent planning uh, our trip to to south dakota um that was imperative. We had to get that done. Uh, we had we had taken you had taken time off of work and got that all approved well in advance. And so we really had to focus in on uh, preparing for that trip, uh, getting the truck inspected. We got two new tires on the truck. Uh, thank God we did. Um, can you imagine if we had those older ones <laughs> when we got to Colorado? And we're working to plan it with my parents too because yeah. we were meeting my parents, so we had to work with them too to figure out what when they were able to come and stay. And yeah, we were uh, we were definitely coordinating uh, multiple things. Um, so that was a big trip to plan. It took some time. It took uh, it took a lot of time by myself, like getting choices and getting close. And then uh, after I put everything together, then we go through it together. And then we booked it all. 
And uh, man, basically, we were going to be gone all of July. That was, uh, we left right at the beginning. Did we end up leaving right at the end of June? We left right at, it was a little bit, it was after the 4th of July. It was just after the 4th, or right on the 4th weekend, because they couldn't get that, couldn't get that cleaned up um, Mm -hmm. the first stop. Well, we'll talk about that in just a second. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a mess. <laughs> Sorry, it's dry in here. We run in the run of the fire. I got dry throat. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> we planned. We took off right at the beginning of July. Uh, the purpose of our trip was a to get out and travel again. Like we we enjoy. That's why we moved into the, tra- the trailer was to move around. Uh, we do enjoy sitting down. We do enjoy getting comfortable and figuring that out. But we we also like to travel right. we like <laughs> when to, it makes sense we like to sit down in places that we could see ourselves potentially living or having a property right that's right. kind of what we like to do to, right. to see what what it's like yep yep and so we had to go get our um our, our new residency we had sold our our place in minnesota we weren't buying up a, a property here to transfer our residency to tennessee we needed our residency. Uh, we had had our, our mailbox in South Dakota for, for plenty long. Uh, we just had to go there and stay. Uh, we wanted to do our vehicle registration and trailer registration at purpose and in person. Uh, so we had to travel to the west side of South Dakota to do that. Uh, and But we could go to anywhere in South Dakota and get our driver's license and uh, residency changed. So... We planned a trip. Uh, it was interesting. What's going on, Kyle? Thanks for swinging in. It was I appreciate full of adventure. it. It was. <laughs> it was. It was a really cool trip. I was. Uh, it, we we definitely had a, a purpose and a goal, and we achieved that. But we wanted to have some fun along the way uh, because we had sat down for a few months, and uh, when we get to to get out and and travel, we like to explore things. And this was going to be a different type of trip because you were taking a lot of time off of work. Um, we were traveling uh, multiple days in a row and then sitting down for three or four and then moving a day, sitting for a few days and then moving a bunch of days in a row, then sitting down for a week. So this wasn't our typical travel, sit down for a week and then move along. Um, so it was new. We were pushing, we pushed some boundaries, uh, we found some limits, we crossed some limits. Uh, and so, I mean, we could talk about the, talk about the trip. That's, uh, that was kind of like the highlight of the year, I would think. Uh, we had, we did a lot of cool stuff other than this, but this was like our main adventure of the year. Um, so yeah, we took off, uh, we had the trip all planned. We had it, had it solid. We had hip camps the whole way. It was super um, reasonable, except for one drive, which we thought was probably reasonable anyway. Uh, And then right before we took off, it was like the week before, we got an email that our first stay, our first hip camp stay on the trip was canceled. It was, um, they just canceled it. They weren't available anymore. And I was like, wait, well, what are we going to do now? and I think I've talked about it on shows and I should probably do another episode on it or even a, a standalone video. When you're t- planning a multiple day trip with uh, a service like, like hip camp and there's only one option in the, in the general area that fits where you need to stay. If they cancel last minute, that throws everything for a loop. It's like, 
it's a uh, one chain missing in the link and or one link missing in the chain and now the chain doesn't go doesn't work so this was very um this was very unnerving <laughs> really uh a, a few days before this trip are we gonna have to do a double drive which i mean there's ways to to get around it just it's not the preferable way to go so i emailed the people we had been there before we had stayed there before and i said hey what's the deal why did you have to cancel did you sell because we had had that happen too mm -hmm. um and so they were like, oh, no, we had bad storms and a tree came down and we can't get it moved. And, and we have one that's hanging that's kind of dangerous. And I was like, well, I don't necessarily need the, the spot we were at. And it was lucky we had been there before. I was like, we could stay in any of the four spots or even in the driveway. We would just need a spot to, to, to park. Sleep yet. <laughs> and she said, oh, OK, never mind. Like. And so they let us come. And that was because we had stayed there before, actually twice before. Uh, and we just reached out and, and said, hey, um, what um, what's the deal? Can we stay? Like, can you make a, an exception? And so they were they were more than accommodating. Uh, so we stayed there again. That was our third time. That's our that's our one day. Uh, our direction. one day in that direction we have it in in arkansas we have one in illinois and uh so yeah we moved on from there we moved to we uh really cool schoolie while we were there we yeah another uh another they weren't full-time they were adventurers uh seasonally in a schoolie it was a family they had uh social media accounts we looked them up um they pulled in as we were getting ready for bed mm -hmm. and they pulled out before we uh we were ready to leave so uh they were just in for a quick stop too um yeah then we moved on we moved on to a farm ranch in missouri uh and Corey met new friend there uh and spent a lot of time a lot of time with her new friend gus gus, gus the donkey uh if you if you saw the social media posts Corey Corey gave away some of our dog's toys to uh to the donkey because he had just lost his friend he had just lost his his uh, companion donkey mm -hmm. And uh, he was definitely sad. He he got lots of love for Corey, and, uh, and ran up and down the fence with him. She ran up and down the fence, and yeah, that was a cool. Met place. The princess. Oh yeah, the we had that was like our first bad experience with another camper. Yeah, <laughs> and it was sucky because the night before we got that great pizza on the recommendation <laughs> of the on the recommendation of the 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 property owner. We got some really good pizza and it turned out to be really good. We drove extra long to get it. Uh, and we had made that decision on the fly. I remember I was driving and she was like, no, don't go there. Uh, so waited and it turned out really, really good. But then we met the, yeah. What was her name? The gypsy, the gypsy princess, the gypsy, um, the gypsy princess. Yeah. She was a peach. She was a definite peach. She was the, she was the first bad encounter I had with another camper since since we've been doing this. Mm -hmm. Not even full time, like even our trips to Seattle, all of that. That was that was the first bitch that we ever ran into. So, I mean, one out of how many? I guess isn't that bad. And when you have princess in your name, I mean, yeah, she was she was special. She was special for sure. <laughs> Uh, so that place was cool. Next, we moved on to Nebraska to a horse farm. 
uh, and randomly had uh, somebody from another community that I knew on Telegram. Uh, I asked him. I thought he was from Nebraska. I said, hey, you live in Nebraska? He's like, yeah, why, where? Where are you at? And I told him, and uh, he showed up. He made a drive over. We hung out. That was really cool to meet in person, uh, just randomly, that we were close enough. I think he was 40 minutes away or something. Uh, so it was cool of him to just jump in his vehicle, come over and hang out. Um, that was a really cool place. Yeah, that was cool. Super nice people, big. Uh, but we were a one-nighter there. And then the next day, we traveled up to uh, where we stayed for uh, four days with your parents. Uh, Uncle B's campground. That one was really cool. That was, uh, he was sixth, sixth ranked hip camp in the country and the second ranked in South Dakota uh, the, the previous year. So knew what he was doing. It was really cool to talk with him, to see what he was doing, to get ideas for when I help people. Uh, set camps up and he uh he was an interesting dude man he was the first like campground style hip camp we'd really been to like it was kind of set up like a campground more than the other ones were just more like someone's spot on their property yeah this was an active he had six he had six rv spots he had a dozen uh, a dozen camp, uh, tent sites. He had a central bath, uh, bath and kitchen facility, and like a little playground and walking trails. Uh, it was definitely a campground. Uh, if you if you picture a KOA uh, style campground, but it was on his property and it was very well done. It was very very well like done. Huge sites too. Like yes. you had so much room in your site. Yes, even though you were camping next to someone, uh, it was. It, they were probably double the width and and triple the length of a normal like KOA, but it was set up that style with like you were in row with other camper campers or campers, not uh, people um, vehicles, and then the tent, the tent sites were off to the sides. But really cool. The guy was really awesome. He had animals there. Corey Corey got to hang out with the animals. We got our driver's license and our, our residency while we were there. Uh, we got to make a few trips to uh, Sioux Falls to get that done uh, because I'm an idiot and I was never a girl with getting my name changed. So might have forgot some documents that my wife said we should probably have. And she was right once this year. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was that was really cool. We had a good time with my parents and they camped right next to us and we had a little picnic area set up in the middle with the screen tent and uh, had some weather there the, yep. the one night uh it was really cool because it was her parents first time with hip camp mm-hmm. and we had power we had water it was very similar to what they were used to because they use the campgrounds that we don't go to they go to the KOAs and the and the bigger the state parks with the 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 hookups and things like that. And even the crazy busy ones that like are kid attractions. Like there's one in Minnesota Camp Dells that they go to, and it's just they're just packed in there. Right, right, right. So, so they were comfortable there. Now we gave them the option of continuing our journey with us if they wanted, because now they're retired and they had their camper. And we said, Hey, if you want to, if you want to come with us for the next trip or the, we can book two sites. Uh, the next stop on the West side of South Dakota, 
uh, very, very close to Wall, very close to Mount Rushmore, uh, was a little bit different than what they were used to. Uh, it was more what we were used to and what we like to find. It was basically a gravel pit, um, hundreds of acres of nothing. There was no power. There was no water. Uh, there was nothing. There the were cows. Getting there was a little sketchy. The address. It wasn't like clear that this is where you're supposed to be. Right. It was basically like you pulled in this this driveway that was used to be the driveway that they ran the equipment in to get the the for the mine for the gravel pit and you saw the old sites where they had been mining uh old tallying piles here and there uh dig pits here and there but then there was all of a sudden a sign and it had some numbers on it and the the spot on the gps was kind of close to where we were supposed to do uh for the for the the pin drop and so we just set up there in a big open spot didn't talk to the person. It was a ways back there. It was, it was a ways. Like quite a drive. It was probably a, a mile past, back. Yeah, once you got past the fence. So off the main road, you've been going down this driveway. And we finally, yeah, got to, there was a bathroom, a uh, porta potty set up. And that's where we were like, okay, well, this must be where people camp if this is where the porta potty is. And it was a good spot, level. We could see the, had a good view of that hill. Yeah, there was really cool. Uh, sunsets were really cool. It was uh, the big, Forest fires were going on in, in Canada, and we were up in South Dakota. Uh, so we had some really crazy, like, um, gods of war, uh, gods of war uh, sunsets where this whole sky was bright red and the sun was, like, uh, muffled out. And it was, yeah, it was kind of some spooky shit. Yeah. And, uh, but that was really fun. We had a lot of rock hunting. Did rock hunting, found some awesome rock hunting, obviously in a gravel pit. Uh, there was so many exposed faces and it was in a river overflow. Uh, and yeah, it was, it was really cool. Corey. And now my dad's got himself a rock tumbler. Yeah. Got himself a rock tumbler. After so that <laughs> trip, he picked up a rock tumbler. They got to boondock for the first time. They got to use their, run their camper off their generator for the first time. They got to enjoy it and they said they really did enjoy it. So that opened up a lot of opportunity for them to go adventuring um, by themselves in that situation. Like if you don't know if you can do it or not, you don't really want to go find out by yourself. I mean, we did, <laughs> but we're just, we're different, right. but being able to walk them through it um, was great. Yeah. It was great. Uh, Haas says love rock hunting. Do you guys pan? We didn't. Uh, we wanted to the, there is, um, there is said to have been gold in the river that bordered the property that we were going to walk down to. We just, did, we ran out of time. It, we want to take another trip there. It was super hot while we were there and um, obviously in July. And so it was hard to leave the dog because we started having some electrical issues with the um, generator and it bogging out because we had, new load with Starlink uh, that we hadn't planned on when we were running the air conditioner before. So that's what we ended up figuring out it was. So it was hard to leave the dogs when it was hot. And then if the, if the generator kicked out, everything would, would stop and they You're wouldn't really have, it would get really hot really <laughs> fast. So uh, we hope to go back in a more temperate time, uh, maybe in 2024, maybe in the fall or the spring of 2025 and do some serious rock hunting and do some panning and like that's what the trip will be about is to go 
um, do some of that with your family probably. And so that would be cool because your, your nephews, your nephews, my nephews uh, are getting into hunting rocks with grandpa. And I think that would be a really cool trip. Uh, so we know where to go. Yeah. And me and my parents took a trip to Mount Rushmore while we were there. Yep. He yep. started losing his mind because he hadn't worked in a few days. So he needed to just be alone and do some work. And so we took a trip up there, which was fun. I'd been there when I was a kid, but it was fun to see it again as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was definitely, it was, um, I needed a little bit of time to do some stuff, to get some stuff done. <laughs> and, uh, then, um, I did that. Then we took some time. We went to wall. We spent some time at wall drug and did all that stuff. Um, it was really, it was a nice trip. And then they went home. We got our, we got our, our stuff registered. Yep. I spent, uh, she worked a little, Corey worked a couple days while we were there. And I took the time to run and get all of our paperwork done with our vehicles. Uh, I went to our mailbox for the first time in person. Uh, we did a, a lot of bunch of stuff. So, um pickle pete says diamond state park we had the opportunity to go to diamond state park but we chose to go private crystal hunting instead of um in, instead of diamonds he he said you'll definitely find something with me and you probably won't find jack shit if you go to diamonds and so yeah we were within driving distance i think we actually drove further to go crystal hunting with justin uh than we would have to diamonds when yeah. when we were there so yeah. Yeah, we were there. We were there. It was fun. It was fun. I would go do the diamond thing now, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, but definitely back to South Dakota for rock hunting. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so we got the, the vehicles done. We ended your our trip with your parents. It was uh, about a, a solid week yeah. uh, between two sites. And um, then we... Yeah, then we continued on. So our goal for the trip was to hit as many states as possible. And just the logistics of how things worked out, it was very easy for us to hit uh, on the way back. Uh, South Dakota, obviously, now we're residents. We did stay there many nights. Uh, we only had to stay one night, but now many nights. Um, then Wyoming, Colorado, Kansas. Oklahoma, Missouri, Arkansas, and back to Tennessee was going to be our return trip. And we were going to spend nights in all of those places. So we were going to be able to cross those off our big map of, uh, cause that's our qualifier. That's, that's our, that's, that's our, night. that's our requirement to cross it off. Our visited state list is at least one night stay there. Uh, so we were able to make that happen. Next, we uh, we moved out of South Dakota. We moved over to Wyoming. That's where uh, Dipstick, the the world, it should be the world record tallest cow. Uh, by no doubt, I saw the newest one that just got crowned. It showed up on my Facebook, and this this cow was way taller than the cow in that picture and the following research and videos and everything I watched. Like, when we first saw him by accident because we pulled into the wrong driveway and I pulled into the wrong driveway and I look at him and I go, is that the biggest cow you've ever seen? Yeah, it was just enormous. <laughs> was just and then the landowner told us that it was, they measured it for the Guinness Book of World Records and it was three inches short but that was like two years earlier we had video and pictures of it walking past the place that i stood and it was well taller than me 
and I was six five, and the newest record is like six three. So it was like significantly like eight to twelve inches taller than the world record. And I'm like, man, what the heck? What the heck? That is no fun. What's up, Gingerbread? Thanks for swinging in. And they uh, said that he would walk right over the fence at times. Like yeah, he, he was so big, he would right just over. like walk through the fence. She's like, don't worry, don't. He's really nice. He's not destructive, but he just he doesn't know how big he is. And so we got we got up next to the fence. So we got some videos with him. That was pretty cool. We had some severe weather while we were there. Uh, they had a really cool setup there. They had like a little homestead. They had a uh, Barnuminium event center. They didn't live on the property. They lived close. And so this was where their animals were. They had this Barnuminium. He had a, a shop. They uh, they did farm tours. They did kind of like the agro-tourism. Uh, yeah, it was a really cool place. Severe weather. Uh, really close. Oh, they had baby cows. Corey got excited about baby cows. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, they had really bad weather. You went to the town I went to get propane yeah. and within a mile of where I was, like there was hail so bad that windows were blown out and all sorts of stuff. It was within five miles of where we were. So we were again super close to some crazy weather while we were traveling and just picked the right spot to stay, I guess. Um the adventure didn't get any less after that. I mean, we uh, we rolled into Colorado. We got stuck in the middle of the road, uh, in the middle of nowhere. That was a whole disaster. Um, because of the storms. Because the of the storms. And the guy said it had rained more in the last four weeks than it had in the last four years. And that the that winter, the, the new, the rookie employee for the county had scraped all the gravel off the, or all the sand off the top of the road. So all it was was slick mud and got stuck. That was, um, Hey, K bog, take, take care. I will, uh, we'll catch you later. Have a happy, happy new year. And, uh, so yeah, so the, the landowner pulled us out of there with the camper truck, with the camper, all, all attached. That was, it was interesting. Uh, great stay after that. Just a nice uh, pasture field. Went on to um, Kansas. We had to leave the next day. Too. Had to leave the next day. That was pretty tough getting out on the same oh. roads. And um, yeah, yeah. We, we, had took, we had taken their advice and gone the way that they said, but it was still very, very wet and very slippery. I am shocked we made it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. It was an all or nothing. Like we just we went for it for sure. There was no. There was no going, there was no going back, really. Like we had to go forward and if something happened, something happened. But I remember we finally hit the pavement and I got to a stop sign and I got out <laughs> yeah. and walked around and took some of the dirt off of the camper. It was just like so thick on there. Yep. 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 I thought I'd just be dropping it. I mean, I'm sure everyone else was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um uh... Hit up Kansas, got to drink some uh, line sanitizer from a local brewery. That was fun and a really cool spot just out at uh, somebody's farm. Easy yeah, stay. Real nice private spot with yep. a good view. Yep, good view, good sunset, good place to walk the dogs. Uh, and then our really, really, really bad day. We had a really bad day. Um, you can go back and listen to this whole story. And and there's uh, it would have been in July we did an episode together when we got back. So. Uh, just broke a lot of shit, went outside our limits, traveled too got long, a got a little lost, had trouble with GPS stuff. It, it was bad. It was bad. And, um, 
so yeah, we made it through that. We we sat and just realized that it was a really bad day. Moved on to uh, to a spot where we sat down for about a week uh, in Arkansas or Missouri. It was right up in the corner or right down in the very corner bottom of Missouri, Arkansas uh, at Melissa Jeans. She was an interesting character. She she was all about peace, love and uh, doing what you want and do whatever you want on her property, including taking your clothes off. Uh, that was in her introduction to us. It was um, we felt welcome, yeah. let's just say. She had a hot tub there, but it was so freaking hot the whole time we were there. There was no chance we could get into it. Um, yeah, it was a really cool place. And she, she had a little couple, couple cabins there, and um, we were up on a mountaintop. So I worked a couple days. You did the show with Jack. I got to go on TSP. That was cool. That was why we sat down. Corey had to work, um, and I scheduled to be on the Survival Podcast that week. So that was that was really cool to be on on Jack's show after listening for so long uh and it was a good stay it was yeah. a good stay it was a nice little place to stay we would definitely go back there and hang out with her again um rachel brown asked how many times we've been pulled out of spots too many too many <laughs> like i we skipped over i got stuck in the truck um oh. without the trailer so many times it's yeah we get stuck a lot <laughs> we get stuck it's just i've gotten used to it i hate it i hate being stuck but i've just I've gotten used to it, I think, where I'm just like, well, we're here until someone pulls us out. Like, we just, we did get a toe strap recently, though. We do have a toe strap. James says we need a winch, but yeah, I say we don't. I say, I'm not saying we don't need a winch. I'm saying that at, at a lot of the, a lot of the situations we were in, it wouldn't have mattered if I had a winch or not, not like, like in the sand, in the sand flats of North, North, uh, Northeast Colorado what do you winch to right for miles mm -hmm. like it was miles it wasn't like i was going to get pulled out and and all of a sudden get to go the yeah, yeah you could <laughs> see people coming from forever away <laughs> and go up that little hill it was it was just ridiculous yeah uh anyway we stayed with militia g and then we uh hit hazen on the way back again uh our our go-to spot there in arkansas and discovered that the rear differential on the truck was leaking. He stayed at a different spot at Hazen this time, too. So he does offer some hookup spots. Two. Yeah, two. two. Yeah. Well, three if three. you go back. Yeah, yeah I guess three. Anyways, uh, but we stayed at a different spot that was much closer up by the house and by the permanent residents that are there. Um, but we needed it for the air conditioning. So Yeah, super hot on our trip. Um it was that really long hundred plus every day streak where Texas was in like the one twenties and mm -hmm. that was the whole time we were traveling. So it was, it was interesting. We, we definitely made sure we, we had power where we were going so we could run the air and just kind of uh, took it easy. And we got back to Tennessee and it was the same. It was hot. It was hot for when we first got back. And I think it was right around this time I realized that the camper sides were bowing. Oh yeah. Way. While we were while we were driving on the trip, we realized our camper sides had kind of started to flutter. Um and we figured out why. Uh that was along with all the other stuff we broke. Um oh sorry, I was looking at the list there. there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to doing the show by myself and I move notes all over the screen all the time. I don't look at myself. Um and so I just moved the notes up over the camera and, and it covered her up and she was sun starting to hit your face over there too. I am, I'm getting, getting whiter. Um, 
Pickles P says, be your own first responder. Yeah, we, we try to be as much as we can. Uh, there is just there is just situations where there's nothing we could have done. Yeah. I mean, oh, I'm not saying a winch wouldn't help. I'm saying juice squeeze. <laughs> uh, but right now, yeah, the, the camper is, um, it is what it is. Uh, it's 10 years old. Uh, and it has been remodeled. It's been on a lot of miles. And so, yeah, we're sitting here right now. We planned when we got back from uh, our trip to sit for the the winter. Uh, like Corey mentioned earlier, we try to sit down in places that we're considering uh, a property, um, whether it be a small property to, to hop to or a permanent property. Uh, and that first property we want to buy uh, has always been a focus on someplace we could be all year round if we had to. If the if everything crumbled, we want that first one to be someplace we can go and 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 be comfortable uh, as comfortable as possible all year round. So we wanted to find the winter here. We know the summer. We spent we spent most of the summer here. We're spending the winter here. We know it is a mild winter so far, but um, we're experiencing it. And um, yeah. So yeah, when we got back, you had to find a mechanic right away because we found that the differential was. Oh, open. yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we was on a mission to find a mechanic that we could go to to get the truck fixed. Well, well, right. Yeah, we um, when we were in Hazen, we noticed we, we went to get pizza, which thank God we did because I saw uh, some I saw some oil had dripped on our parking spot. And so I looked at it. We got it looked at and made sure it was going to be um made sure <laughs> Ryan says that uh, you're glowing because you're in the enlightened one. Oh boy. <laughs> uh we got it looked at when we got back we had to find a local mechanic to take a look at the truck. We had some work done. We had a uh, rear differential seal got nicked up probably when we were stuck in Colorado and was just dripping a little bit. We got everything taken care of on the truck. Got that kind of service uh, throughout August. It was super hot in August. We kind of just hunkered down, kept the dogs cool, and and did what we could around here. Uh, as we moved into the fall, we just kind of of, of made uh, a point to start making connections uh, in the community around here, really solidifying uh, whether we want to pursue something in this area, a property. Uh, I think we've kind of come to that conclusion that we would be comfortable with that. Uh, yeah, we spent most of the fall building community, I would say, as a, as a theme. Uh, it was a lot of re repetition stuff and just getting in the groove of being here. But we did have Tim come out for, for quite a while in September and in, into October. And in August, uh, I was changing jobs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was kind of a reason everything kind of stood yeah, still. I was, <laughs> I was crazy at work. I was learning two new jobs at the same time. And it was easier to just be sitting still and not trying to travel. At yep, all. yep. So we just kind of worked through things uh, through August, September. Tim showed up uh, mid-September. We did some work out at his property. We got to hang out with him. Uh, Corey got to spend some time with him. We built uh, an outhouse. We got that going we got ready for uh october which was going to bring around srf we were planning a work day at tim's in uh in october um let me look at the list here for september i think september yeah we just worked out there uh kind of survived the heat and things started to cool off tim came down uh we had work day out at delinquent scully 
which was really cool. Uh, got to meet some local people, like super local, like 10 minutes local, uh, that, that we didn't know were here, at, which bloomed into a, a pretty cool relationship where I've done some work with them. We've become really good friends with them. We're very like-minded people. And, uh, and that was really cool to get that hooked up, um, get hooked up through a work day uh through another community and so yeah we spent and we were both from completely different states recently here in the area yeah yeah they, had, they had moved from new yeah. hampshire recently and they were trying to build community so it, it really worked out and I, i'm so glad we met those guys uh now we have friends that we go and get mexican with on a regular basis and uh help put roof on their house and it's 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 great so um yeah october was full of community building with the workday and then srf we had a vendor tent with some people uh, from my community, Tim, Kyle, Pip. Uh, James was going to come, but couldn't make it. Uh, yeah, we that was cool. I got to speak at SRF, got to meet a lot of people and uh, build those 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 community connections. Yeah, I mean, and that was kind of like our last big, big thing for the year was kind of SRF. Tim took off. Uh, I worked pretty consistently with our new friends through November, helping them get their house ready. Uh, that would probably be our November highlight, I would think. Yeah. Uh, nothing crazy. Oh, in November, we put the Christmas lights oh, yeah. up and we decided to do a skirting around the bottom of the camper <laughs> that we installed. We've never had one of those before. So, yeah, we were going to be staying in the cold weather uh, <laughs> and we didn't know how cold it was going to get. And we did some research and realized the skirting around the camper would significantly help regulate the temperature inside and so through some research we found a, a diy one that was very cost effective uh so we figured we'd give it a shot it was under 200 bucks for all the things Corey and i knocked it out in a weekend it was a great project there's videos for that on the youtube channel and um we've been super happy with it it's been yeah now like uh, six weeks I and it stayed in place like it we've had some place. really windy days and i was worried that maybe the the hooks would come undone in the wind, but it stayed pretty steady. We've only had one, the front one came off one day, but yeah, they it pop was like off one, super one hook, windy so, days, yeah. super windy days. But so. other than that, it's been great. It, I mean, it was, it was an easy project. I would recommend anybody do it. And the fact is we could throw it away um, at the cost. I think we've saved, we've saved more um, just in comfort than the $200 it costs. And we got a bunch of stuff we could reuse again. Uh, we thought we discovered some really cool hooks through that video, uh, through that process that are working great. Corey using a ton of them. We got a grommet tool. We started, uh, we're able to put grommets in things now, which has come in handy again uh, since then. Uh, but if we wanted to put another skirting on, we already have the tools to do it. And so the cost is just now the new, um, the new tarp. Uh, so that's really cool. Um, Christmas lights, coriander Christmas lights. Uh, there's super weird Christmas things in this area, uh, for sure, in both directions. Uh, you can listen to my show to find out more about that uh, or join the Telegram group. But yeah, some crazy, crazy Christmas stuff in this area. Um, yeah, and that's December. Brings us to December. December, uh, we made an accidental business, I think that may or may not uh may or may not turn into anything i think at this point we're we're probably about even um maybe 
we're less than a hundred dollars in, if anything. And so we started making hats. We started making knit hats. We were sitting around one day just bullshitting and thinking about what could we do to um, spend some time together in the evenings and not feel like we're wasting our time. Corey had a bunch of uh, of leftover yarn from a bunch of crochet projects she was doing. And so we grabbed a $60 knitting machine off of Amazon and, and busted out some hats. Uh, we're really kind of working through the design. Uh, we've, we've got some patches on the way, some leather patches that we're going to sew on some of them, uh, really feeling out where the price points are, whether it's worth it, how we want to pursue it. But yeah, a budding little, a budding little extra side hustle. Um, I got accepted into Amazon Influencers in December. That's uh, that. That's another exciting uh, possible revenue stream. And I think that 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 really set the tone for going into to 2024. Uh, is is really focusing on cash flow and and making money and focusing on the things that that make money. And one of those things that would, in a in a roundabout way, make money is having a property to to do some things on, to maybe develop and uh, and um... <laughs> uh, and so we definitely Corey had a goal of twenty twenty three of picking up our first property. I think it's very very high on the priority list for 2024 um that's going to be a goal and i think this area is something we're going to look in this general area to pick up a small property just to have that base base camp and uh in a comfortable place where we have community we're familiar with the climate and we're comfortable with that and start building our network of properties so i think that's coming in 2024 i got a lot of really uh exciting things that i'm going to pursue in 2024 with the show and the brand and 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 revenue streams and things like that and i'll probably share a lot of that tomorrow morning i'm still working through it uh we talked about right before the show that um we don't have to have a a, a concrete plan on day one i think we set ourselves up for a lot of failure when we rush plans to be ready by the first um maybe it's not ready maybe it hasn't fleshed itself out but we'll we'll start working at it uh we're gonna work on some health together eating better and exercising uh, yeah 2023 was good 2023 was good i don't know did we miss anything in uh yeah just more oh connection building in december i forgot that i mean just building local resources and connections to to further that uh in person um that person in person money um side work cash work hey pickle bead enjoy the seahawks game have a great uh have a great new year enjoy the game and then the fish concert after uh yeah. Do you have anything uh, anything else you wanted to talk about from the year? I kind of stole your thunder with your goal of uh, of the yeah, property, okay. but uh, yeah, I think that that's number one focus for us as a, as a couple. We kind of that we kind of set one main main goal, and I think that would probably be it. Probably be that. So um, Haas has any plans to visit other states and places? Um, we are hoping to take a trip a year, at least a trip a year. Uh, we have, 
we have New Hampshire on a list uh, to go up and see Kyle up in New Hampshire. That is hopefully it's it's all going to depend on money. It depends on money. It com- depends on if it makes sense to travel. What uh, what we can do along the way. How long it's going to take to get there. Uh, it, it's a lot of things. It's plans. Do we have plans to? Yes. Um, will it happen in this next year? I don't know. Maybe. We also want to get back to South Dakota. That's a that's a trip we want to take. We want to take some a trip possibly next winter um, down to the southwest because we neither of us had been in that direction. So it's all up in the air. It, it probably all depends on when and if we buy that property, what we have to do to it, um, and how set up it is for us. Uh, if we can manage to be ready to stay a winter here, maybe we do, or maybe we roll out for part of the winter. It's, it really depends on the property we buy, if and when that happens. Money, cash flow, a hundred different things. Yeah, traveling <laughs> is really expensive. Um, <laughs> it's very expensive. Uh, comparative to what we're paying now right so yeah it's it's almost like planning a vacation uh at this point because our our expenses are are perfect where they're at um so it'd be like it'd be like if we were just normal every day trying to plan a vacation and you think about the the gas fees um the lodging because uh yeah it just gets significantly too much more um gingerbread says too bad you don't have a couple of people in michigan yeah i mean michigan michigan someplace uh we don't have that on our i don't think we've stayed in michigan we haven't stayed in michigan yet we didn't make it over we made it to wisconsin illinois uh we do have to make uh we have to make an ohio trip um we have some people we stop in ohio uh so maybe it's a loop at some point and it is 2024 i don't know 2025 but definitely over to the east coast up the east coast to new hampshire and then what's to say it can't be uh, down through across the Great Lakes and then up into Michigan and down here back to Tennessee? I don't know. We have plenty of places we can stay in Minnesota if we make it all the way over there. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Minnesota is pretty easy. Minnesota is pretty easy. Uh, we're in an hour and 15 minutes. That was pretty, pretty easy. We skipped, uh, we skipped through a bunch of stuff, but uh, it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, Episode 600. We didn't really talk about that. What do you think of that? 600 times I, I hit that go button uh, at a minimum. I mean, there was plenty of other plenty of other podcasts and things that I was a part of. But uh, man, this this show has been 600, 600 times. Uh, and you've been a big part of it. You've been a big part of it, not just on screen, but sitting here listening to most of it. And uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate all the chime-ins in the morning and uh, all the help with uh, show prep and coming up with ideas because, man, I, I figured out the other day it's over 22, 22 days of content. So you could turn the turn the show on at, uh, at midnight tonight, and on January 22nd, you would listen to this episode if you didn't turn it off. That's a lot of content. That's a that's a lot of content. So, and it's probably longer than that. I estimated on the low end a lot of the projects. So, anyway, six hundred tomorrow, six oh one. Six hundred is just a, a number, and tomorrow is a new day, and tomorrow is a new year, and tomorrow is a new week, uh, and we got a vision for twenty twenty four, 
and we're gonna try to hit some goals. Uh, we're gonna be sharing a lot more. I'm gonna be sharing a lot more of uh, of the ins and outs of what I'm doing, uh, just to uh, to be more consistent and some accountability and create some cool content for to help other people. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, Gingerbread says plus Fireside plus Lightning for Liberty plus the after party plus all the interviews uh, plus plus plus. Plus, plus, plus. <laughs> yeah, it's been a trip so far. Um, yeah, I've enjoyed it. I'm glad you let me do it. I'm glad you let me do it. So anyway, guys, I appreciate you listening. You got anything you want to say before we go? I wish people a happy new year. Happy new year, everyone. <laughs> happy new year. We won't be up at midnight, I'll tell you that. <laughs> happy new year. Yeah, we'll be in bed pretty quick. Um <laughs> Anyway, guys, I, I, like I said, I appreciate you watching. If you enjoyed this show, uh, this was nothing like my show. And my show is going to be uh, changing, shifting gears tomorrow morning. I'll talk about what I plan to do going forward with the show, uh, some goals I have I'm setting for 2024 and new beginnings and rolling out just the, the next step here for the LOTS project, for Corey and I, for me uh, personally. And... Um, yeah, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Hope you had an awesome day. Enjoy your new year. Uh, don't drink and drive. Stay safe. Uh, stay home and get high. I don't know. Uh, have a have a happy new year. We'll see you tomorrow morning in 2024. And uh, yeah, have a good night, guys. Hit that like, subscribe, share, all of the stuff. Smile.